and I'm seeing evidence of that being true in life as 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 I surrender more. It's not like you can just say like, okay, I surrender. What now? As I started my online yoga school journey, I took a class with uh, a yoga teacher called Stephen, and he was very organic in the way he was making the flow go. The cues he was giving it was amazing. I really fell in love with the terminologies he was using, and there were a lot of pauses in between. And I reached out to him if I can get the podcast done with him and have a conversation and he agreed so we had pretty darn deep conversations about just philosophy and yoga and experiences i really enjoyed talking to him i hope you my listeners do as well uh just a caution here we may use terminologies words that for young ears may not be suitable so if you have any young ears around then make sure you wear uh, your butts what brought you to yoga what brought me to yoga um you know my younger brother we were he was practicing yoga. He was visiting. Uh, he was visiting me and my family. This is a number of years back, and he was talking about uh, hot yoga, and I didn't know what the hell he was talking about. I only had uh, my American mind understanding of yoga at the time, and uh, so I teased him. I was like, you can do your yoga, your ballet, whatever, princess. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do man stuff, lift weights, and get the punching bag. And um, I cracked a couple jokes, mm-hmm. and then he challenged me and tried me on. Right? Uh, apparently, it was Bikram classes that he was going to. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. He he just said, "All right, smartass, I'm going to buy you some classes, and if I spend money on them, I expect you to do them." He bought me a. I want to say a five pack of classes at a local Bikram studio. And I went and uh, the first, the the first one I went to afterwards, uh, after recovering, I called him. He didn't go with me. He had already gone back home. He he was in another city. Uh, I called him and I promptly apologized. I said, I was wrong. (laughs) This is different. Yeah. Uh, but the only thing I really picked up on it was the physical aspect, you know. So that that's how I found it. I didn't mess around with it for quite a while after that. But yoga is sneaky. You um you get a taste. Uh, so that when you wake up, you can't go back to sleep. You let it in, and it's it's gonna it's gonna come to you. It's gonna find you again. That's what it did. And you were doing other types of exercises before? Yeah, I was I was morbidly obese for a while there. I had gotten up to about 300 pounds. Wow. Had mm-hmm. health issues related to weight. Uh, 
a lot of health issues related to weight and um pretty depressed i found uh i tried different workouts you know when i was younger i was a competitive martial artist i lifted weights uh, i was very physical rock climbing hiking running and then wow. i got yeah i got sedentary and got obese and sick and depressed and uh, there's a video out there somewhere of me talking about this but i found a uh I'd seen a documentary on Netflix, mm -hmm. uh, The Resurrection of Jake the Snake Roberts, and it introduced me to this, this fitness program called DDPY. It was called DDP Yoga at the time. Now it's DDPY. Uh, you can Google it. It's pretty cool, but it's a, it's a hybrid. It's a hybrid of yoga, uh, old school calisthenics, breathing mm -hmm. techniques, mm -hmm. and uh, this thing called dynamic resistance, which is just fancy words for uh, flexing real hard, iso isometric flexing. And uh, mm. I did that, got on with it, and uh, had a lot of success, lost a lot of weight, got a better mindset, uh, decided I saw they had an instructor program. So I signed up for that, paid the fee, and went through certification, and, you know, started my own business. I did, they had uh, two levels, level one, level two started a little business and then went through level two training and uh, I was pretty successful with that stuff and it and then there we go yoga came back into my life and now it's not traditional yoga it, only 25 percent of that stuff is is yoga and as far as that goes it, it just poses just awesome there are there is some breathing involved but not not in the depth that we would find in Iyengar's, uh, Iyengar's book, you know, Light on Pranayama. Not, not like we would know Pranayama in the study of yoga. And uh, yeah, so it just kept coming back, coming back. After a while of that, I had developed an interest in traditional yoga. And <laughs> that's when I learned about Brian Kess. See, the guy that created DDPY is a, a retired professional wrestler named Diamond Dallas Page. And uh, he suggested, if I was interested in yoga, to look up this dude named Brian Kest. And Brian Kest is the, the man, one of three people credited with bringing power yoga into the United States. Mm-hmm. So he's got these old videos made in the 80s. And I purchased them online at Amazon and started practicing. And uh, that just that just blossomed. It was like, okay. Uh, but it was still very physical. My, my practice remained physical for, for quite a while. Right, right. Wow. I mean, as I'm, uh, I took your class, one of your online classes uh, past week, and I really enjoyed your class. I have, Good. I'm not just new to yoga, right? I have experience in yoga. I have been taking classes. I've taken in India. I've taken classes in the US and uh, I've gone in-person classes. And uh, your class was the best part I really love was your pauses and your reminders to breathe and pause. Breathing, I think everybody reminds, but pausing was something that was very unique in your class, your pause. 
and pause and that was like a like music to my ears and <laughs> reminding me yeah. to pause and it i really enjoyed that session and i went and checked one some of your yoga on um, youtube videos on yoga or other types of exercises i discovered you're doing that's why i was very curious to know what what brought you to yoga because many people would be just in um, exposed to yoga they've gotten into yoga and they completely into yoga and uh, you having different perspectives of different exposure to different types of exercising or physical fitness yoga is um, as you described which is takes you into a whole another level so on that part i have a follow up question for you that okay. is d- does the theory part of yoga is that what helped you to go deeper into it or is it just the practicing asana part the theory part um, elaborate what do you mean by that elaborate theory part which goes yamas niyamas all ah. the eight limbs of yoga right yeah. if i for example i don't know any of that um, and i'm just been practicing yoga and i know asanas very well and uh, i know how to take breaths what uh, surya namaskaras i do breathe out breathe in those techniques i know very well practically i know but uh, theory part which is i think it gives you a different dimension and adds more value to yoga practice so is that what took you to more deeper layers of yoga got you more into it that's a yeah that's a pretty cool question um <laughs> So, as I said, my practice was very physical. My practice, and I'm going to use a word, superficial. When I say that, I, I mean that without judgment. I mean that um, as, as kindly as a word like that can be taken. My practice was very superficial. I was uh, very ego-driven. And when I say ego, I don't mean, oh, selfie, selfie, look at me. That's a piece of ego. Uh, right. Ego's that thing in the mind. Uh, Eckhart Tolle defines it as mind-created false sense of self. Um, I, I'm a recovered alcoholic. And part of being that is all my life I've been driven by a uh, hundred forms of fear, selfishness, self-seeking, self-pity, ego. Mm-hmm. And this culminated uh, my practice, again, ego-driven, egocentric. Uh, I was looking for uh, validation wherever I could find it because it was not found within. Um, right. you know, so it was, you show off, show off, look how strong, like old Chaturanga forever. Uh, <laughs> inversion, contortion, all this, just all this crazy bullshit, right? And, yeah. Uh, the, the, the course of behavior, the illness that I'm afflicted with, that's progressed, progressed, progressed. And um, it, it peaked with uh, the destruction of my family, the business I had built. Mm. I had to leave town, things, uh, not going into detail on that aspect of it, but uh, I sure. chose to go leave town and I uh, went to Arizona. Uh, everything, my mind went away. My mind was taken away. My practice was taken away. Yeah, I lost family, lost business, 
I lost uh, like everything. Wow. Um, reading comprehension was no longer there. I, I yeah. went from, I had been exposed, as you were asking, in the theory. I had just started the 200 right before the meltdown. Mm. Um, so I had just started reading Yamas and Yamas, looking at that. And my mm. mind was like, oh, shit, uh, I can do that. I'm already doing that. I got it. I live perfectly. It's, yeah. It's false sense of self. Mm -hmm. uh, so that was all yanked. It became genuine when when I went to, to the desert in Arizona. Yeah. Uh, my, pra my practice was gone. I couldn't. As in yoga practice? If yeah, or I, I, I couldn't. My, I couldn't free flow. I, 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 I couldn't put asana together. Transition. It was gone, man. I would read something, and um, I'd have to. I'd read a sentence. So, and it's not that I couldn't read. I could read. Oh, I know what that word is. Uh, there was yeah. no comprehension. Uh, I see. But it and was given was, back. Right. That was when you were still alcoholic, or you had left after that. Oh, I'm still alcoholic. I'll be alcoholic till I die. There ain't no cure, but that's just how it is. But I'm recovered. Uh, okay. I stopped drinking. I stopped the the chemical intake part of the illness. Mm -hmm. and I left town. I went to Arizona. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's where my practice was given back. I, I, I'd stopped communicating. I, I think I did one video with OIS. I pulled up a video uh, how, oh, I'm fucked. I'm sad. Uh, embarrassed. And and um, then I just stepped away from for a period because it was gone. Yeah. No study, no practice. I could do uh, I could do sun cells because those will burn in the muscle memory. But mm -hmm. you know that was it. That's what my practice consisted of. Uh, you know, so this is okay. How can I put these words? Um, got into a twelve-step program. While mm. I was out there, they short like the day after I arrived, went to a meeting, and um, same attitude. It was just like when I first read about yamas, niyamas. Uh, I look at these twelve steps. I'm like, look, I already do all that shit. Look, I'm different. I'm not like you people. I'm different. I'm more <laughs> messed up. And at the same time, I'm also I'm better, stronger, faster. The ego lies. It tells me I'm less than. It tells me I'm greater than. It tells me everything except for the truth. <laughs> wow, Steve, I cannot believe that part of you because, I mean, in the class I took, you were so, uh, yeah, humbling and, uh, yeah, I can't, it's, it's hard to believe uh, because I've only uh, seen you recently, right? Uh, everything changed. Everything, everything changed. Uh, I mean, I, I was, uh, I was very sick and uh, I was a, I was an asshole. I wasn't a very nice person. <laughs> mm, um, mm. yeah everything changed so doing the working through this program uh, mm. a 12-step program learning the steps about them a, a dear soul a little old man lives out in the desert teaching me about the steps holding my yeah. hand uh, putting up with my nonsense <laughs> um, like weeding through my lies and my fears and finding me walking me along i got a lot of gratitude for this guy i'm gonna get teary-eyed if i talk about him too much um somewhere in there my practice was given back to me yoga practice and uh 
there's new eyes looking at the yamas, the niyamas, new eyes looking at the Gita, new eyes looking at the sutras. And I started seeing, uh, and this is baby step stuff because I'm brand new in 12-step program and I'm still brand new in the, the study of traditional yoga. I'm starting to see this, uh, this harmony between the two, eight limbs, 12 steps. Yeah. Uh -huh. uh, the 12 steps you can find out. Uh, yamas and niyamas all in it yamas and niyamas you can find 12 steps all in that yeah and, uh, so i mean i learned i learned about surrender i learned about benevolence um not that i was practicing any of that but i learned about it mm. it takes time right it, it's oh, uh, yeah. for example it it has to go into your system and all the things we have learned or created as habits for so many years we have to slowly that has to go out of our system and in order to take this into our system i yeah. think it's a slow process where one thing comes in and these things go out so well it's uh it's like growing roses you know you have to prune away the old growth for new growth uh, yeah, true. I imagine if roses could talk and you say, hey, how's it feel when I cut that that old stuff off? Rose would probably say, that shit hurts, man. You're cutting pieces of me off. Yeah. Uh, so to to get rid of the, the old and create room for new is certainly uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. But that's but, um that's very very um, deep story that uh, thank you for sharing that <laughs> sure yeah it, yeah it inspires so many people who might be going through same thing or who may have gone through something similar and have can connect and have that inspires them to you know keep going or keep learning and uh, take this to further levels well that's what this thing is all about this this practice that we that we're blessed with it's been around right. 5,000 years, right? 5,000 years ago, Shiva walked down off the mountain and said, here, man, here's yoga. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah. to, to my way of thinking, it's a practice yeah. of wellness. Yeah. And uh, the, the wellness has got to start between the years. It tells us the, the, the first sutra says, you know, now begins the, the exposition of yoga. Second mm -hmm. sutra, the very second thing potentially tells us it, it is uh, well, we, we've all heard it yoga, chitta, vrita, niroda. The practice quiets the fluctuations of the mind. So he tells us this is what we're going to do exposition, teaching of yoga, and this is what it is quieting the, the stuff of the mind. Yeah. That's pretty much the whole book right there in two verses. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, again, like I said, my way of thinking, this practice that we get, uh, it is a wellness practice. And mm -hmm. wellness, you know, we see the billboards out there, the, the magazine covers, six pack, washboard abs, supermodel women, uh, all these things that we're told this is health this is wellness that's just not true uh, look mm -hmm. at the the athlete the gymnast the football player whatever uh, there's there's a, a law of nature that has not been proven wrong the harder you run something the harder you do something 
Mm. the faster you wear it out. You take a, a body uh, of an athlete, and sure, it looks like it belongs on a, a magazine cover, but the shelf life is short. The body breaks down. You're 30 years old, 40 years old, 50 years old. That ain't healthy. Everything's broke down. So we have the society telling us all these things that are healthy. That this is the picture of health. When it's not true, mm. the health is wellness is mind, body, mm. and, and spirit, uh, and the balance, the union of those. So we've been given uh, a pretty simple, not easy, but simple practice, eight limb practice to, to, to develop that kind of wellness. Right, right. When did you start yoga, Steve? When did I start yoga? Practice. Uh, that would have been about, yeah, about two years ago. Two years ago. Yeah. And uh, you've been teacher for how long? Teaching the yoga? hybrid, the hybrid, I started that four years ago. Uh, the DDPY program? Yeah, yeah. And I've been teaching, I started teaching that three years ago. So I've been teaching for about three years now. Wow. So you be, what have you been teaching? You said DDPY? You teach yeah, that I taught that. I taught that in uh, <laughs> my classes um, kind of shifted. Less DDPY, more yoga, more, 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 more shift to where People were coming to DDPY classes, but I wasn't teaching DDPY. <laughs> I was working at the YMCA out there where I was at. Right. Right. You yeah. said uh, even lifetime fitness. Yeah, lifetime fitness as well. Yeah, right there, right there where you live. Uh, but the YMCA right. hired me as a DDPY teacher. It, it, it was I a see. whole new thing. They didn't know what is this. And I showed them and they liked it. And they, yeah, come to work here. And uh, one day I just told the the director of group fitness, I said to Megan, hey, uh, I'm doing this yoga teacher training and this is where my, my thing is going. And I know y'all got a yoga teacher here already. I'm not going to step on her toes, but yeah, uh, my classes, they're going to be yoga classes. I'm going to be very physical, high intensity, just like you've been, because that's what DDPY is, pretty high intensity. Mm -hmm. and yeah, so that's just kind of what happened. It just shifted. It just shifted and uh i had been doing that there for for long enough that when it came time to do the the video for my 200 hour it was just they will bring the gopro to, to work and set it up mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, it was a no-brainer nice yeah. nice and um I'd, you mentioned bhagavad gita um, a couple of times in this conversation and even before you said that has helped you a lot and you're reading Bhagavad Gita. So is that as a, do you see it as a religion, religious thing, or is it something as a, um, something you're complementing with your learning going with yoga? How do you see that? Because I, I mean, for me, I've grown up in a Hindu community and I've, I'm a Hindu, right? So I just want to see uh, your perspective on this. So how do you see that? It could be a religious thing. It can be a, it can be a basic, simple owner's manual for how to live. Right. I don't know. I'm not a religious person. 
I am taught right. to mm -hmm. uh, I'm taught to be quick to see where religious people are right, but I also right. understand that religion is a is a construct of, of man of humans. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm told that I'm very spiritual. I know that the solution to the illness I was born with, the only solution found is a spiritual solution, spiritual mm -hmm. awakening. Yeah. Uh, the Gita helps me walk that path. The spiritual based life is not a theory, it has to be lived. And yeah. the Gita is a, it's incredible. I see in this book things like the first time I read it, I didn't see nothing but words. It didn't make a lick of sense. I'm like, what the hell is this? <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Reading it uh, over and over and over, it starts to click and things start to make sense. And, uh, mm -hmm. and every time I read it, different it's like somebody went in there and rewrote some stuff things shift you know? wow. I mean, that's just indication of growth is all it is but uh, so I, I see the Gita for me as as an, a textbook of sorts an instruction manual of how to walk this path that I've been placed on uh, yeah to, nice. to find you know the spiritual health that I need without of which I die Right, right. <laughs> yeah. And you're, you completed uh, your teacher, train, teacher training now, right? You have 500 hours yeah, teacher yeah, training? Yeah, I've been through Steph's 200 hour, completed that. I've been through uh, her 300 hour, completed that. Uh, Steph, if you're watching this, great content in that 300 hour. The 200 hour, awesome. 300 hour, double awesome. Thank you so much. So, yeah, but I've, I've completed this. That's that's amazing. So does it bring more confidence in teaching? Because I'm just starting 200 hour and I have no idea. I haven't taught anything before as such, uh, as in, in a very structured way. I have gone through teaching as in, uh, in a more of an unstructured setting, but not like how our yoga classes go on right now. So does that bring more depth to it or does it make you more confident? How, how does it, how's it different? Uh, so my idea on, on teaching of anything, but specifically yoga, and it's just my idea, my, my opinion. So right. anybody listening to this that don't agree, that's cool. Just kind of discard it. My idea, my opinion, uh, to teach yoga is to simply share my practice of yoga, okay? Um, the teacher trainings have deepened my practice, uh, my understanding, my understanding of the books, my, the concepts, the philosophy, uh, my understanding of asana, it, it, going through the, the teacher trainings, 200 hours, 300 hours, has deepened my understanding and my knowledge of these things. And that's not to say that I know a whole lot of stuff because I don't, but I just, I practice. And then in turn, there's people that choose to, to hang out with me and allow me to share my practice with them. Mm -hmm. And if I'm honest in that sharing, uh, if I'm sharing honest, honest of myself, with humility, honesty, 
then that's what's going to come out is is my practice yeah. that's what people are going to get as far as confidence um i don't think there's a ever a time i'm getting ready to teach, guide a practice that i don't have some degree of nervousness yeah, uh, yeah. And, and i don't mean like uh anxiety nervousness but just um jitters yeah maybe jitters yeah. but yeah. then once we're once we're rolling it's um it's like oh i'm home now okay I'm just practicing. We're just practicing is all it is. You're amazing. You're you're incredible. <laughs> when I took your class, it was it felt very comfortable. You make the practicing uh, yogi yoga practitioners very comfortable on their mats and very relaxed. It's not uh, slowly you build the momentum. It's not like you're right directly starting into it. So it's pretty yeah. good. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. It's, uh, <laughs> I certainly, uh, I've said before to the folks that come to the practices I guide that uh, y'all are giving me way, way more than I could give give you. Uh, and yeah, so I'm I'm really super grateful for what I've been given. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, next, I wanted to ask about how you see yoga. For example, um, I'm just starting, right? If you want to give some, share some thoughts or the process of going through this teacher training who are in just starting their their um, journey here, right? What would be your inputs or something that you can, it's all online. I'm sure you took it online as well. Mm-hmm. So the what would those small things be that people can uh, without feeling overwhelmed? I mean, for me, right. As I've started, I've, uh, I'm, I'm just feel lost sometimes. And Facebook group is pretty good to ask questions and get back to um, if I'm stuck somewhere, I ask there and people are very good responsive. They answer the questions. In terms of teaching itself, it's more, I feel there's more of independent work than actually teaching, as in actually guiding somebody to do it. So how do we balance that out as a new student? Okay. (laughs) Start out, as far as do, uh, in the world, we're, we're, geared to this thinking of do 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 so what can Mm -hmm. i do what can i do as a new student personal daily practice Uh, set aside the the stuff comes up life happens Uh, i don't have time today Uh, i got Mm these kids job okay cool think of us an amount of time seven minutes 70 minutes or anything in between up a number of minutes that you can commit to uh, outside of a catastrophic unforeseen circumstances. What amount of time could I commit to every day? Mm-hmm. And it don't matter. Like I said, seven minutes. Okay, cool. Take that time. Um, actually, physically, get on your mat, even if you just sit there and stare at your breath. 
but just establish a daily practice. And that may be what your daily practice starts out as, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. uh, look at whatever it is with some uh, loving eyes of acceptance. Be cool with it. All I'm doing is sitting down for seven minutes and breathing. Yeah, right. good, great. And then let just let it do what it does. There's not so much about mm, words, words, words. It's not so much, I got to do this, I got to do this, I got to do this. Yoga comes to you. It's, uh, it'll come to you. Where you. It'll meet you where you are. And it's not like it's going to change you. This thing that we do, it, it, yoga don't want to change me. It just wants to reveal me, uh, peel off all the layers of ego and programming and the physical uh, incarnation that we're in. Peel that back and reveal soul, true identity. Uh, so not so much what can I do, what can I allow? So set up mm -hmm. a time, amount of time each day you can commit to, and then commit to it. Um, I like that perspective, Steve. That's that's actually you know the very good reminder because allow take time to allow yoga to come to you. <laughs> well, this you know the thing is, I wish I'd have known that back then. I didn't. This is something I've kind of just sort of learned recently, you know, uh, in the last six months. Uh, okay. If I knew then what I know now, right? Uh, that's a great yeah. perspective, though. That's something yeah. that you have realized yourself and you're sharing it. So, yeah, it's, uh, and then <sighs> the idea of success and failure. Uh, just to look at both things as though they're the same thing. There's that part in the Gita, what is it? Yoga sta, yoga sta, I can't think of it. Yoga sta karu karmani, yoga sta karu karmani, where Krishna's telling Arjuna to just, you know, be still in the moment, it is what it is. Yeah, hot, cold, success, failure, all the same. Be still, be still see the work now do the work uh, you know so when i go to chaturanga my my ass is way up in the air and i can't hold myself well, okay cool that's what it is right now just santosh <laughs> right? accept uh, it's just yeah. practice baby uh or i can't meditate i can't stop thinking well, okay well let's not think about stop thinking because <laughs> that's impossible if you don't have thoughts you're flatlining you're dead but okay, so right now it's a challenge. It is what it is. Be still with it. I'm trying to find words to express what I'm what I'm thinking here. Sure. Uh, okay, there's this guy in Arizona out there. He goes by the handle of Yogi Brian. And he's got this saying, and it offends a lot of people, but some people love it. I'm one of those people. He said he said all the time, it's just fucking yoga relax it's just fucking yoga you know don't just kind of be still with it it's gonna come it's gonna come to you and i find that as it's come to me it's going in directions it's manifesting in ways that i wouldn't have been able to imagine it's kind of it's like it's following a plan that ain't my plan does that make sense Yeah. Like you're not actually planning, but you're allowing 
the plan to plan itself. Yeah, I got a history that shows that my best plans, my best intentions end up rather damaging. Hmm. So if I ishvara pranadam, surrender to a power higher than me, chances are things are going to go a little bit uh, less damaging. Yeah. And hmm. I'm, I'm seeing evidence of that being true in life as, as, as I surrender more. It's not like you can just say like, okay, I surrender. What now? <laughs> I've, developed a, I've developed a willingness to surrender. I've developed a willingness to be guided and rather than uh, do the guiding. Right. So what you practice on mat, on the mat is what you become outside the mat. Yeah. Is yeah. Some, some, some of yoga teacher I remember mentioned that so, and that stuck to me yeah. as well. Yeah, it'll... it'll uh... <sighs> That's that's the idea of it. The way I, the way I see it, we, we do these things in our yoga class, our yoga practice uh-huh. that bleed out into life. Right. And at some point, there's like, oh, wait a second. Yoga is just living. Yoga is just, how am I living? These yamas and these niyamas, they're not, that don't mean just do this stuff when you're on the mat. Mm-hmm. No, how am I interacting with the world? yama extension what are my actions behaviors ideas extending to others neons what are my observances towards self uh, it, it, i had a buddy he says to me he's like man you must practice yoga a couple hours a day you're really flexible and i'm like brother if, if i'm lucky i'm practicing yoga every waking minute it's not just when i'm on the mat mm. That's the asana part, right? And um, many people, beginners especially, they would think yoga means asana alone, but yoga is that all eight things. It's ashtanga. Um, yeah, ashtanga, the eight limbs. Yeah. Eight limbs, yeah. Ashtanga, yeah. yeah. Nice. Very good, uh, Steve. Okay, we can, we're going to almost at the end of this um, sure. conversation. I always ask everyone this question that it's my favorite question to ask are you yoga with music person or without music person both both it used used to be music 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 started teaching on zoom uh, and the music doesn't go over the zoom so well no no not at all and then i began practicing without music and it's just another dynamic of sweetness. It's pretty damn awesome without music. It's pretty damn awesome with music. So yeah. Either way. Either, either way. way. Yeah. That's good. That's good. It, You're very flexible. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Any hey, there's final some, thoughts? There's some great yoga music out there. There's a... Uh, DJ Taz Rashid, Momentology, Soul Rising. Uh, there's this guy, Steve Gold, makes some really cool, bluesy, sweet, mm-hmm. very spiritual stuff. There's a Janet Stone. She's got this voice. It's like an angel. And she mm-hmm. sings. And she, 
uh, Deva Pramal, she's another one. She sings the Gayatri, it'll just, it'll bring a tear to your eye. It just, her voice goes right into your heart and all of a sudden, she's like, wow, my heart's swelling. Oh, I got a tear, oh, keep singing, please. Uh, so there's some great yoga music out there, but even without uh, this, this realm that we're in, Mm -hmm. This kind of this existence presents a lot of cool music, uh, birds, wind, heartbeat, breath. Uh, so, yeah, ways. yeah, yeah. That, I like the breath as music. Some one of the tea, one of the yoga teachers mentioned, my breath is the use, music for yoga. <laughs> I like that. I like yeah. that. Yeah, uh, that was very cool. Yeah, that yeah. is. That's a, that's a cool saying. Thank you so much for taking time. And uh, that was very deep conversation. And I really enjoyed having this talk with you, Steve. Yeah, that was pretty cool. I enjoyed it as well. Thank you. <laughs>